0: a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to the Kelly Sullivan
1: Walden show, where we explore nighttime dreams, daytime desires, and the best ways to transform the tragic into magic because let's face it we all dream we all have our blessings and we all have our challenges myself included and i don't want any of us to take any of those things lying down if you know what i mean i just wrote a book entitled a crisis is a terrible thing to waste i'm excited to explore the topic with you whether it relates to your waking or sleeping dreams, because we're dreaming all the time, people. So let's make it the best dream possible. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome.
2: I'm so excited about this interview. Welcome, everybody. Today, I get to talk to one of my dear, dear friends who has made such a difference in my life I could go on and on and on I want to say there are those people have you ever like been at a party or been at an event and you see someone from across the room and you're like <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know that person I think I think there's something kismet here well I felt that way when I saw Aurora Winter it was years ago we were both at Agape our books had just come out, her first book, my first book. And I kept running into her. And we, we finally just sat down together and just started to gab. And there's just so much synchronicity and so much friendship, so much support. This woman, Aurora Winter, I'm talking about you in the third person, even though you're right <laughs> here in front of my face. But I just want people to know that Aurora has had so many incarnations of her career today. We're going to be talking about magic, mystery and the multiverse. If that's not awesome, I don't know what is. It's her latest (laughs) book. She's written so many books. But when I first met her, her first book from heartbreak to happiness had just come out. And I'll let her tell you a little bit about that. But she then went on to to start the Grief Coach Academy, which it is such a sacred offering. And there's been multiple incarnations of her career and <laughs> it doesn't stop. She's more diverse than Madonna. It's like,
0: and she's I keep looking. reinventing
2: myself. Exactly. <laughs> totally. And just like Madonna, she just needs one name, not a first and last name, even though she has a last name, but just Aurora. Done. <laughs> so Everything
1: like else it. is just extra. I like it
2: here's just a little bit about this amazing woman and there's so much more i could say aurora winter is a best-selling author television producer media coach and successful serial not serial killer but serial (laughs) entrepreneur (laughs) but she kills it because she's so good so kind of a serial killer but in a spiritual way Mm, I don't know. Might delete this part. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like. She's that. amazing. Aurora <laughs> uses her filmmaking expertise and neuroscience background to help people communicate to re- to get the results they need in their business, in communication on all levels. And she's been known as the somebody who combines the best of Silicon Valley with the best of Hollywood, using expertise in film and all in her ability to tell memorable stories that build brands and books her recent book actually she's got two of them she's got magic mystery and the multiverse and this is about this is an app this is um so we're going to talk about that this is a book but it's also an app <laughs> and then she's got another book that just came out called turn words into wealth turn words into wealth so these are very diverse as very is she. Diverse. I think the one thing that she always has in common, no matter what she's doing, is that there's a level of excellence, there's a level of of inspiration, there's a level of you can turn whatever crises you're dealing with, just don't waste those crises. You could turn the tragic into magic and and the literally every time i'm with aurora i always feel like oh my god i'm playing too small i need to go bigger (laughs) wider (laughs) such a leo and i love it like leo in the best
3: sense of the word okay so enough bio welcome 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 to my show oh i'm so glad to be here with you kelly you are one of the amazing goddesses on the planet and I love and adore you and all the ways that you have contributed to me personally and all the ways that you contribute to the world. You are a soul sister. And I'm grateful that we're on the same team, oh, metaphorically. Anyway,
2: yeah.
3: I <laughs> love you so much.
2: Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about this book. I have so many questions for you about Magic Mystery and the Multiverse, the marvelous multiverse app. It's a good thing I'm not eating peanut <laughs> butter. I'd be like,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I like
2: alliteration. <the> <laughs> mm, me yeah. too.
3: I am, okay, so how did this start? What Tell us the story of how this I came am to be. I'm super stoked about Magic Mystery in the Multiverse. It's actually a trilogy. Yeah. And the first book comes out August 17th, 2023. On your then- birthday. On your birthday. And the second book's called The Secret Multiverse Academy. And the final one is The Deadly Exphyxiator. Or the final one in the first trilogy anyway. so And those two books will follow up as quickly as I can edit them. I've already written them. So how this came to be is when I was nine years old, I read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. Mm-hmm. And I loved that book so much. And then I eagerly, you know, read the rest of the series and I was heartbroken when it when it ended. And in that, you know, little my little nine-year-old self just thought, you know, a, an author like you are, Kelly, like I am, is a, is a kind of a wizard. We're really wizards, like with just like black ink on white paper, we transport people into other places. create spells out of words. Exactly. (laughs) I just couldn't imagine anything more amazing to do with my life than to be a word wizard. So mm-hmm. as Kelly said, I've, I've written a half dozen nonfiction books. I've written award-winning screenplays. And then when COVID hit, I'm like, you know what, since you were not years old, you wanted to write a book like C.S. Lewis, if not now, when? Mm-hmm. And so I started writing uh, the trilogy in twenty fall of 2020. And it's coming Coming out, you you know you've read the advanced reader copy. I have, and I just feel like, I feel like there's a a value for having you know young adult books that are clean. And have Mm. actually got a hidden message, right, hidden beneath the the adventure and the mystery. There is, I believe, a valuable message about taking care of each other, taking care of our family, taking care of Mother Earth, and that's all, like, cloaked in a a dramatic story that's fun. And so, and talk about dramatic. (laughs) It's dramatic. I mean, when
2: you say clean, there's not a lot of F-bombs going off and that kind of thing, but it's death-defying. I mean, we open up at a hanging. like. And I was thinking, not like, boring. a writing teacher of mine said, grab him by the throat at the beginning and don't let him go. And that's exactly what you did. Like, she's being hung. And it's like, <laughs> what's gonna happen? It's It's not just like, oh, let's have milk and cookies and talk about butterflies although there's like there's sweetness that that underlies this it's also feminine like empowerment i mean yeah anna is so like she's beautiful but she's also tough and badass and her brother is is very like he's also sensitive and he's got kind of a dark side he thinks about death like he's kind of an emo as they would say and 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 there's just these characters. Okay, and you've already, so the book hasn't even officially come out and you've won 5,000 awards on this book. Um,
3: <laughs> well, you're exaggerating with 5,000, but yeah, it won a Reader's Choice Award, uh, Best Book for Teens, Spring 2023. It's won a Literary Titan Award, number of awards, which I can't even remember off the top of my head. So, so it's many already oh. been very well oh, received you. and those awards were based on the advanced- Review copy, which I think the final, 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 final version is even better. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think uh, well, Kirkus reviews gave a lovely review, and they said that Anna and Zachary made a fantastic duo. Like they really are so different. She's she's from L.A. She's an aspiring actress. She's very bold. She's always optimistic. She sees what could go right, and he's the opposite. He's he these ones could go wrong. He's emotional. You know, he's recovering from cancer. So there's a lot going on between them. But meanwhile, they're having this, you know, adventure in the multiverse.
2: So this book is, it's for kids, but I think in the same way that Harry Potter and the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe is also for adults. Like this is also, this is fun for the whole family. So- I think um, parents will will probably buy it for their kids, but then they'll be like, hey, that's my copy. (laughs) (laughs) This is for me because it's I mean, I was thoroughly entertained. I was bummed when it ended and I was like, oh, but there's more. Yay. (laughs) And at the end, I was like, oh, it's all like everything's getting tidied up. And then all of a sudden, kablam. I'm like, wait, you can't end it here. Oh, wait, it's so I was so conflicted. I was like, Oh, I wanted a nice bow to tie up the whole thing right then. And
3: I'm going to have to buy the, I'm going to have to get the next one. And then I have the to next. get the next one. Well, I wrote it more like a TV series. So, yeah. you know, how I, an episode of TV starts with a something that hooks you and then ends yeah. a hook into the next. So you have to watch mm-hmm. the next episode. So I, I see it as a TV series. It tidies if- up enough details, but not,
2: but not all, but like, yeah. All of the main ones. And then there's this opening for this other one. thing that we have to see. And you've got a background in television. So that's
3: that right. In. That's right. I'm using all of my well, as many of my talents as I possibly can. Right now, I'm in the middle of the book launch, so that's using my marketing background. You know what book launches are like. There's so right. many moving pieces, but I've really been happy how well received Magic Mystery in the Multiverse is, and uh, um, the other two books are already live on Amazon, so people can get all three. Oh, they can't but you, you, you can't, can't they, they can't get read them. book two and three yet, but they
2: can pre-order. Right. Yeah. But you can pre-order them, so you at least know know that they're coming so very different mind like a different part of the brain to write magic mystery in the multiverse and to write turn words into wealth but they overlap for sure but how how did you switch back and forth it was one truncated and then
3: how did you do that oh i did write a lot of screenplays in an earlier incarnation of my life back in the day mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's uh, it was a whole different skill set to lean into writing fiction instead of nonfiction, yeah, and and, uh, and that was a lot of fun that I had to like uh, brush up those fiction muscles, and I've been reading so much great fantasy, so I really have enjoyed that. Um, but each of these books really started with me being motivated by something that annoyed me. <laughs> so oh, that's I love great, Harry Potter. love 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 jk rowling and yet it annoyed me that harry potter was a boy
2: Mm -hmm.
3: what if harry potter was a girl right Mm -hmm. why can't we have a strong fun fantasy story where the hero was a girl so there we go magic mystery in the multiverse is is kind of my answer to that which i think is you know is is fun and it's not middle grade it's young adults so people who like reading brandon sanderson or like Mm -hmm. you know um uh, Lee Bardargo, I always stumble over her name. <laughs> There's one of her books with mm-hmm. the Grisha verse. You oh, know, wow. I really like it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, so, even like Twilight, and what were those other ones? Divergent,
3: um, uh, Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not dystopian, so it's not that dark, but there is a lot happening and people lives are at stake, but it's There's some dystopia (laughs) going on.
2: There's a lot. There's some evil going on. Almost been hanged at the beginning. That is true. Yeah. And then there's more. Oh my God. It's like, there. I mean, I remember I was at a book expo a while back and I just tiptoed in. There was, it was a panel of children's book authors. And I was like, ah, I have a few minutes to kill. I'll just see what's going on. And I was so shocked. They were all talking about how like children's books aren't like, I guess not, this isn't children's books, but like for young adults and then if young people, you'd think that it would be a lot softer, but it has to be about cataclysmic world. Like the world is ending like kids. Actually, it wakes them up. They get the, the, the I'm saying kid, but I mean like the young person aspect. Cause like you said, this isn't, this isn't a children's book. Although I think kids would relate to it. But it's like you kind of have to deal with life and death issues on a grand scale, like the globe will perish if we don't save, do the X by the, you know, that final minute. And I thought, oh, my God, when I was young, when I would play games with my sisters and my cousins, it was always about some evil witch that was going to destroy the world. It was always about like, we're going to die if we don't do this thing. And so... There's something kind of strangely adaptive about even thinking about those things. What do you, even though it's not the way I
3: I like to normally think the most gruesome stories we probably all know are Grimm's fairy tales and they are grim, right? (laughs) Yeah, really grim. And then they chopped off her head. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. right. So, well, I don't like anything that's boring. So, you know, I like a lot of action, but I, I, I would like to offer a, a potential discernment on what works best, in my opinion, in literature. I think when we always have, oh, the world is going to be destroyed, pretty soon we get into cartoony Superman Mm -hmm. stuff, and it can actually lose the impact. Whereas what I like to layer in the impact, so while actually one of the worlds that they travel to is in jeopardy, there's this more personal jeopardy of is her brother going to survive? There's this more yes. personal jeopardy, exactly. you know, is she going to, you know, be She's so optimistic that, or is she going to be bold, adventurous, courageous, and save the day, you know? And the people that she meets on the way, are they her friends? Are they her enemies? And each, I do my best to make each each character, especially the bad guys, have really clear motivations. Everybody's the hero in their own story. Oh,
2: <laughs> Oh, Oh, it's so true. Otherwise they're
3: cardboard characters, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like every one of your characters is multidimensional and you kind of love them and you're like annoyed by them and (laughs) angry at them. And it's it's hard. I want to talk about the story. So I think I'm going to have to interview you after it comes out so I don't have to be so worried about spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, because I don't want to spoil much.
3: I (laughs) want to hear what you have to say, though. Oh my God.
2: Well, oh, Oh, I don't know. I'm (laughs) on the spot, but it just feels like there's so, there were so many places in here where it was like, I just felt so whipped up in the magic and um, like the dog. Oh my God. I felt so so in love with the dog with his little peg leg that's a different color <laughs> it's so great and even it's so funny i find myself like i really love the igor character and it's lith and it's so and it's speech <laughs> impediment it's just <laughs> there's just oh my god and and then the there's the evil ones the cruel queen um i just and there's a bit of like the back to the future mobile, like this crazy <laughs> car that takes you. Okay, but but one thing, this is what I think is, is important. And this is one thing I find about everything you do. There's the, like you get, you grab people's attention. And once you've got their attention, there's these jewels that you deliver. Like you said before, like there's, there's deep values. There's neuroscience that we're learning along the way. Can you talk about some of those like you've had to create this elaborate container in order to deliver yeah. a story
1: well, sneaky spiritual messages just hidden
0: sneaky in there spiritual <laughs> messages
2: that you could just say here's the message take it but it wouldn't land in it the same wouldn't way land. It wouldn't right. land. so same. can you just speak a little bit about what do you what do you think is one of the most important messages that people might
3: get from this and they might not know They might not get this from reading just the first book, but they'll certainly get it from reading the trilogy. One of the things that drove me to write this book besides C.S. Lewis and wanting to play homage to. Yes. I and the witch in the wardrobe is a concern for mother earth. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
3: thought, oh, how could I in a fantasy story drive home in a dramatic and fun way. that something that we all take for granted is super important. Mm -hmm. And. Mm. I'm, I've been asthmatic as a, as a child. I almost died multiple times from not being able to breathe. I didn't so know I thought, that. Yeah. And so that is like hardwired in my body. And so I thought, you know, we take the air for granted, but if we didn't have air, we would only survive three minutes. If we didn't have water, we could last longer. We didn't have food. We can last longer And, you know, you and I have both lived in the Los Angeles area when there's wildfires and there's ash falling, like, you know, like the air really matters. And so that is uh, very subtly woven into this book. Anna, our hero, also has asthma, so she's very um, aware of breathing and the evil witch has Mm -hmm. nefarious plans that have to do with Stealing oxygen or my Oh my god, there's the
2: oxygen <laughs> police. Like you, you owe the fine for breathing. Oh, there you go. Another Stop another fine. right now. <laughs> that was funny. I hope you found that funny, but scary at the same time. Funny and scary at the same yeah. time.
3: It's I'm shooting more I- like Doctor Who meets Harry Potter. Yeah. So like Doctor Who can be a bit scary, right? You know it's gonna be okay because Doctor Who is,
2: you know, but it can be scary totally totally it's so funny i i with that on my on my mind i was at a really pretty restaurant last night and i was thinking they should charge um a visual tax for walking in like if you don't want to pay that tax you have to wear blinders as you walk (laughs) through the restaurant so that you're not absorbing the beauty but if you're going to have your eyes open and see it then you know, we're charging you an extra fifty dollars just to come in here and behold the beauty. But I, I was thinking about these things that are so natural with our, with our five senses. We, yeah. Like we, if we, if we were taxed on those things. Yeah. How much more we might appreciate them and covet them and not take them for granted. Not that I ever want any of these things, especially breath. Breath isn't one of our five senses, but it's one of those things that we take for granted
3: and the because. breath is so much right it's it's our ability to speak the truth it's our self expression it's also in spirit like it's air you know yeah. inspiration is respiration inspiration like it's all got the same root so until we have an expiration until we have an expiration (laughs) that's a good one Exactly. (laughs) but I love that scene where she's like the air tax keeps going up they're like stop breathing pay the tax or stop breathing she's like I can't pay the tax and I can't stop breathing
0: oh my god anyway (laughs) Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive.
2: I was, I was, I recorded my first audiobook. I know you have one, at least one audiobook. You're yeah. from, from heartbreak to happiness. And um, I've just finished doing mine and my audio book for a crisis is a terrible thing to waste is out. But, and Dana, my husband, recorded it and he kept saying to me, Would you stop breathing? Stop <laughs> it. I'm like, Dana, I, I can't because he's like, He has to edit out all my. <sighs> <sighs> all right, all of them. He's bye. like, Look at my screen, look at all these edits. <laughs> like, and the alternative is what?
3: <laughs> he would be recording for very short. But to answer your question about why I wrote this book, yeah, let's talk about. That. Turn words what inspired well,
2: this one? Turn completely the well. other end of the spectrum. Yeah, so let's go
3: there. Non-fiction book that shows people seven different ways to make seven figures with their with their book and their message. Whoa! The thing that got me uh, frustrated is I I help people write books and I encourage everybody to write a book. I think almost everybody's got something to put in book form, but so many people have no clue how to market a book or monetize a book and really. That needs to be baked in. It's like bread. Mm -hmm. You need to add the yeast while you're baking before you bake the bread or else it's going to be flat. Um, And the little bit of yeast that you need to add into your book is, well, what is your back end? What do you want people to do? How else can you serve people? You know, like I know you've got a lot of things going with multiple streams of income, but also multiple ways to be of service. I mean, you're a speaker, you're a workshop host, you're a podcast leader, you train people how to um, coach people through dreams, like you do all kinds of things. But that doesn't come automatically for most people to consider what is their back end when they write a book as you have done about dreaming Mm. um, and interpreting Mm. dreams and leveraging dreams and living your dream and all those things. And we still want more dream books from you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Because I've got more up my sleeves. (laughs) So I wrote Turn Words Into Wealth to help people who are thinking about writing a book or who have written a book to think about, well, how can you maximize the value of this intellectual property? Can you create multiple streams of income? And you know, the the highest paid profession is actually speaking. I mean, Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton gets paid $250,000 per talk. Wow. But oh Brandon Anderson, for instance, recently did a Kickstarter that generated $40 million. Who? Brandon Sanderson. He's a fantasy sci-fi oh, okay. author. Mistborn and stuff like at $40 million. His Kickstarter before that, I think generated around $10 million. And that was simply because he reserved the rights. His books were published by Tor, which is a big publishing company, but mm-hmm. he reserved the rights to do a special edition leather bound book. So we made another $10 million on an already published book that was 10 years old, approximately, just because wow. he reserved that right. So I want to Whoa! Invite people to read, turn words into well, so that they can think about well. Maybe even if I go with a big publisher, I will retain some rights. I mean, J.K. Rowling famously retained the electronic rights to Harry Potter, and that makes her about forty million dollars a year. Oh my god! So she, retaining ebook and audiobook rights made a huge difference. And you know, there's like Harry Potter and Universal Studios. So yeah. it's good to think about these things before you put yourself in a corner. I'm a big proponent for independent publishing. Independently published books actually uh, now generate more revenue per annum than the books published by the big five publishers. I like marketing, so I think you are going to have to market your book whether you're with the publisher or whether you independently publish, and myself personally, I'd rather keep 70% of the revenue giving 30%, say to Amazon, and then have that 70% of the revenue to spend on, on ads or to have profit, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. have say 7% of the revenue with the publisher taking the, uh, the lion's share, unless you're a famous author like Kelly Sullivan Walden, <laughs> you're going to have to do the marketing anyway, but the publisher is going to keep the lion's share of the revenue. So, turn words into wealth shows how myself, my clients, but also super famous people like David Goggins or Brandon Sanderson or Hillary Clinton uh, monetize their books. Ooh, this is this is so interesting <laughs> because it's I
2: I this helps me kind of bridge the schisms in my brain because i think and probably a lot of people listening are they tend to they'll think of themselves as heart-centered people Mm -hmm. and like the vision comes first and and the vision and the the joy of the creative process it feels like it's outside of the realm of of even thinking about dollar signs although I know that if we don't think about them, then that becomes a shadow. And mm-hmm. anything that is put into the shadow, if it's the last thing we think about, then it tends to bite us yeah. in the butt. Yeah. And so, I mean, in the dream realm and the dream work that I do, it's all about embracing the shadow. So if you're somebody who the the wealth building side isn't your shadow, that may, might be your already your superpower. And you might need to Bring in more of the creativity, more of the imagination to become more well rounded. Or if you're somebody that's a little bit more vision oriented and heart centered, it's good to think a little bit about the financial part, as long as it doesn't keep you from creating the thing itself. I know some people that get so excited about the marketing of it of but they never get to the writing of the book <laughs> right because they're there. like oh it's going to be a series and then it's going to and then it's going to be turned into a movie and then it's all this it's like but you got to write the thing so <laughs> the we I think know thyself we have to know what what our strengths are and what our weaknesses are and how to bridge both of these so I think
3: you can this- write the book first and then add in the marketing layer but I would suggest that you add at least a little bit before the book is published it's just like adding a little bit of sugar you know everything will go better but you could sprinkle the sugar on top although ideally you would bake it in like more bake like it yeast. In. Like so- yeast is into bread dough so if you for example turn words into wealth is a good example of how to do that so as I'm explaining uh, my commitment with that book is to show people how to create multiple streams of income with their message, whether it's a book or speaking or whatever they're up to. And so as I, in integrity, I'm showing you how to do that. I tell you how I helped my clients do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I give examples of here's a client, their business is 1.5 million. I helped them write their book. Now their business is over 6 million. That's valuable information. It's true. But subtly, it's also like, oh, Aurora is somebody who helps people write, publish, and promote books that will build my business oh maybe I, I want to hire her. Maybe right. I want to work with Aurora, right? So that's an example right. of baking it into the message. Now, you can add it later, a sprinkling of sugar on top. That's also acceptable. Mm-hmm. Right. But, Why not? you know, there's no, okay. there's, with a book, a fantasy book, like I have, I've also helped clients with fiction books. So uh, I have a, a lawyer who wrote a book called Confessions of an Accidental Lawyer. We mm, oh I published love that. it in the fall of last year, November 2022, it came out. It's got over a million page reads now. So
2: wow, wow. yeah,
3: and, and the book is doing fantastic. It's his first book. He has no list. I've done all the marketing because he's busy being a lawyer. Uh-huh. So would be an, an example of, we didn't bake the uh, marketing into the content of the book, mm. but we launched the book in a way that would um, be successful.
2: Well, because he's a lawyer and, and people might go, wow, he's such a cool lawyer and getting to know him through his story. They might want to just hire him based on. They might
3: want to do that too. Although the book it's we now we're working on nine legal thriller so he really liked the process and so did I it was a lot of fun but where we baked it in was a little bit this was the more the sugar sprinkled on top it, in the front of the book it says you know I hope you like this book and if you did and you'd like to encourage him to write more legal thrillers for your reading pleasure it would be fantastic if you left a review online that's right, right. yeah but it's it is it's a request baked in. it's baked and in. and now the book has got over a thousand reviews. Right. So there's
2: like for example, here's one thing that wasn't even like it's not even really baked. It's more sugar on top. But I know that um in my my first Oracle deck, oh. it had at the very back of it um dream life coach training, which is now dream work practitioner training, but um it had a little ad for yeah. for that. And I got a number of clients that became dream work practitioners or dream life coaches yeah. because of because of something that was like in an existing
3: product that would and go that out. And that doesn't have to be slimy. It's a way to provide more service, to be a greater contribution to people who liked what they read or liked the cards and enjoyed them. And then they want more. So right. it, it it can be totally in, in uh, alignment with living your life mission, making a bigger difference, being a bigger contribution. So this is, you brought up
2: such a great word, the the slimy word, because I think sometimes marketing yeah. can be, can kind of feel that way. So what, what would you say is um, kind of service oriented or um, generous? Like the, what is the good vo- version of marketing versus the slimy version? Can you like, give me a couple of examples of like, what's the, like
3: you just said, yeah. I mean, kind of I think it's really about intention. Yeah. Right. So probably two people could say exactly the same w- sentence and it would yep. land differently because the yep. intention is different. Yes. So just have the intention to be of service and don't worry too much about exactly what words you have to say. Don't try to, uh, well, this is something I think you would relate to. hmm In the speaker, author, workshop, leader, trainer industry, there's often like fear based selling, you know. And I'm like, Uh, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. It can be helpful to give people a reason to to decide now. So, for example, you know, my new book, Magic Mystery in the Multiverse, is coming out August the 17th. Mm -hmm. And in that window of launch, I've made the next two books 99 cents. You know, so people can grab it or they're also on Kindle Unlimited. So if they have Kindle Unlimited, they can get book two and book three for free. Wow. And it's honest that that's not going to be 99 cents forever. It's just going to be during this launch period. Right. So grab it. So that I'm, I'm doing that to be of service because you cannot make money selling books at 99 cents. You'll go bankrupt. So that right. honestly coming from, hey, I want you to read all three books Mm-hmm. You know, you may have really loved book one and then you're like, where's book two and book three? Well, you can grab them right away for 99 cents each. Or if you wait, then they'll be 4 99 or 9.99 99 or whatever they are. So that is got a deadline, but it's not coming from a manipulating or trapping the other person place. And, you know, mm-hmm. at least that's where my heart is. And hopefully that's how it lands when I say it, Right. Right. It feels like the, the, the difference is, at
2: least from my perspective, because I've had to deal with this for, for years now, from the time that my first book came out, even before that. And I remember, like, I hate marketing. I don't want to do it. Yuck. Ugh, ugh. But, then when, <laughs> but when I really got it into my head that it's if I'm thinking about marketing as what am I getting? then I feel like a slime ball. I feel like a used whatever sales person that's just slimy. But yeah. if I think, okay, I've got, we all have gifts to give. And if I, and there's that saying about don't that in the Bible, don't hide your gifts under a bushel. Exactly. So how can I just make whatever gifts I have more available so that they may serve so that exactly. they may make People's lives
3: better. Oh, that's a totally different feeling. That's well, you have you have this energy. thing that's always stuck with me. You have this thing around f- forgiveness. Oh, yes, forgive or that. forget. Yes. Oh, oh
2: my god, I to- I forgot about that. <laughs> I love yes. that. You to say be... the coolest things. That's very sweet. To be forgiving,
0: yeah.
3: And not forgetting. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, love yeah. That. I get chills just you saying it again. It's like, yeah, forgiving has got the word given it. And I think I just mm-hmm. want to yellow highlight what you just said, because I think a lot of people who have a negative energy around marketing are yeah. hiding their light under a bushel. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So
3: I believe it's, it's our responsibility to shine our light as brightly as we can. We only have this brief window of time. Let's make the most of it. Make as big of a difference as you can. And, you know, be as big of a blessing as you can be. You're not serving anybody by hiding your light and playing small. Like, look at Oprah. She's a great example. She changed so many people's lives. Or look at you, like nobody's uh, paying to watch this Facebook recording. You're making a contribution. But Kelly's a good example. So in Turn Words Into wealth. It gives a bunch of examples. But one way would be to just think about okay, what can I do that adds value to the world? That's content-based marketing that can be a gift to others. That's what I'm going to get away for free. One to many is mm-hmm. for free or almost free. I would say a book is almost free, right? You know, you can you can get an ebook for under twenty dollars or a print book for under twenty dollars. It's right. almost free. It's one to many being of service. But then, what are the things that I have boundaries around doing for free because I only have so many hours in the day. So one-on-one coaching, one-on-one consulting, people saying, can I, you know, can I buy you lunch and pick your brain? No, I don't want my brain picked for free. You know, so, <laughs> right. so it, there's when, a price for that brain picking. It's probably taken, you know, 20 years to learn those things. So, When we just step back and maybe take a day and go, okay, these are the things I'm doing of service. These are totally for free, or these basically are for free because this covers the the cost of printing a book or whatever. And, but these other things are, I'm going to honor Mm -hmm. decades of learning whatever I've learned. And I'm going to charge for coaching, consulting, training, speaking, whatever, just make a plan. And then you won't feel conflicted. Oh, Exactly. I had somebody reach out to me
2: recently and send an email. How do I interpret my dreams? I'm like, (laughs) here's some books that I spent years writing and I've condensed them into a nice bite-sized form. So how about that?
3: Exactly.
2: (laughs) What else do you want from me?
3: I mean, people can read your books. Like books are the best value somebody like you know we you and I each spend years writing each of our books and those years that we spend
2: writing them is just a part of it we've spent years living it and fine tuning it and revising and then until we finally get to the actual writing and then the editing and then yeah becoming form
3: don't ask somebody like Kelly to interpret your dreams if you haven't done this the Unless I'm doing all on my show,
2: books. sometimes I do like okay. <laughs> let's do some banter. So I want if you want to call in, you're welcome to because sometimes I do have a
3: live Q and A, and that's a blast. But otherwise, mm. honestly, <laughs> books. I love books. Books are the greatest way to yeah. to continue learning and to continue growing and to make a bigger difference. Like a friend of mine said that she had read one book in three years. And I'm like, I showed her my, my journal. I've, I've read, you know, 27 books in the last three months. And I probably forgot to wrote, write some of them down. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Be a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you don't even have to pay for books. You can borrow them from the library. Right. Like oh my so goodness. But so these are some down. books
2: that people are going to want to buy because there is, There's years and years, and I would even say lifetimes worth of intelligence and craft and genius that are in these books. So if people are just listening, you got to look at Magic, Mystery, and the Multiverse. This is book one of three by Aurora Winter. And then Turn Words into Wealth. This is more of the other side. We'll say this is the yang. This is the yin. (laughs) Yeah this is more of the the feeling the magic mystery in the multiverse is more of the maybe the the heart soul spirit wild and then this is this is the turn words into wealth is more of the get it done this is why you do it this is the marketing this is the this is the part that will i mean my god if there's the option of having some some money from your creativity from your intellectual property i don't think that's a bad thing for anybody i don't think that's a I bad mean, thing. My God, what a gift. There's nothing like that, like giving birth to something that didn't exist before, having it have a value. And then, I mean, Barbara Marks Hubbard, she said, a uh, uh, vocational arousal is when yeah. you are doing something that you truly have passion for, that you are uniquely talented in, that meets people's needs for value and could make the world a better place, and you
3: get paid? <laughs> <laughs> that's vocational that is, arousal. <laughs> that's a funny turn of phrase, but I like it. Barbara
2: Mark humbert is yeah. that great? I am so, I'm having vocational arousal on your behalf, because <laughs> you've just given birth to some, talk about not wasting a COVID, not wasting a crisis. Like you turned that time into, like you just used that to, roll up your and, sleeves and create something. And I love product. it. I, I write every morning. It's a great, a great way to go. Oh, and I just love her purple eyes. She's I got know, purple, I love lavender love eyes it. like Elizabeth Taylor. Thank Elizabeth
3: Taylor. Okay.
2: Any last words from you, Aurora Winter? Her website, by the way, is aurorawinter.com. That's Aurora, like Aurora Borealis. Not easy to say fast. Aurora Borealis. <laughs> Aurora, a- Aurora
3: winter.com but any last words of wisdom you are amazing i love how you've contributed to my life and to the lives of all the the listeners and watchers you're just a goddess on earth and if you haven't already read all of kelly sullivan walden's books go online and grab them right now from amazon because they're very good and the cards are amazing i love your cards too so thank you for having me again as a guest
2: so much honey you are amazing i love you thank you for always being just a rock star in my world you always up level whatever it is i'm doing so we just need to see each other more often happy early birthday book launch august 17th everybody go out and get your copy and then you'll get all three for like 99 cents each for during that launch period so rock on aurora thank Thank you you so much you're a dream come true thanks kenny thank you honey
1: Thank you for listening to The Kelly Sullivan Walden Show. If you enjoyed this episode, take a moment to like, subscribe, comment, and share it with your friends. My show can be found on Apple iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to border my new book, A Crisis is a Terrible Thing to Waste, go to your favorite online or brick-and-mortar retailer. Then head on over to KellysullivanWalden.com Tragic to Magic. Input your order number and redeem your bonus gifts. I'm also excited to be offering a DreamWork Practitioner Training. So if that calls to you, go to KellysullivanWalden.com forward slash DreamWork. If you'd like to join me for the live recording of these shows, most Wednesdays at noon Pacific, you can find me on Facebook. If you have a question about your dreams or about how to transform your tragic into magic, email me at kelly at kellysullivanwalden.com. Until next time, remember, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. And as you awaken to the power of your dreams, you make the world a lighter, brighter, more beautiful place, one dream at a time. Sweet dreams. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw. And on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind, Body, Spirit FM podcast network or wherever you find your podcast.